Welcome to the Beauty Me podcast. My name's Sharice Kenyon and I've been writing about beauty for around 15 years. During that time, I've heard so many stories about how we approach beauty, our routines and the traditions that make us who we are. I wanted to create a space where I could discuss these rituals further with people from around the world. For me, it's all about beauty without the BS. Today's guest is Brinsley Edwards, a New York-based photographer and director. I have basically been stalking Brinsley's Instagram for probably maybe all throughout lockdown. She is just an incredible creative. I couldn't really categorize her if I wanted to. While she describes herself as a photographer and director, on Instagram, she's kind of like, she's an artist. Like she's more than a makeup artist, she, but she isn't a makeup artist. In fact, in this conversation, I learned that she's really been playing with makeup the most during lockdown. And she even shares that skincare wasn't really a thing for her until lockdown. As I said, I've admired her work for so long. She is brilliant at producing what she calls unretouched self-portraits. So she will spend hours on a makeup look, probably throw some crafts in there. She's heavily into embroidery. We'll get into all of that as well. Honestly, I think this is such a great episode for the dreamers, the creatives who never dare to call themselves creative. In fact, for me, it's for everyone. You can find Brinsley on Instagram at brinsley.edwards. And let's get on with the show. We're definitely going to get into, you know, your background, the photography, the beauty. But first of all, I always like to stick to what is your morning routine? So when you first open your eyes, tell me your, about your morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the best with routines because I find that... Um, a lot of the time breaking a routine is just as good for me as having a routine because it's like very exciting. Like I feel like I have all this extra time in the day just by doing something out of the norm. Um, so I love to break my routine, Okay, <laughs> but um, right now my routine is um, I journal in the morning. I um, journal three pages every morning. So morning pages, um, isn't it? And wait, morning pages. Yeah, like that? the artist way. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I have it. I was gonna. I have like a favorite quote. I was gonna. Talk oh, about favorite, you have to yeah. share that. But you're the second yeah, yeah. person today that's mentioned morning pages, and I do morning pages as well. So. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, love wow. it. Um. Yeah. So that's like my brain dump, my brain vomit in the morning. <laughs> um. I also have this little chart. It's kind of like a gold star chart. Um, it helps me. It helps me reward myself. So I like have thirty blank spaces, and when I get a task done that was hard for me to do, mm-hmm. I write it down and I give myself a little sticker, like a gold star. And um, at the end of thirty, I'll buy myself a little prize. Okay. Um, so it helps me. <laughs> like it helps me remember to reward myself because often I talk myself out of it. And, um, it also helps me with a little shopping addiction (laughs) (laughs) to, um, pace myself. Um, and it helps me feel good about what I've done. You know, it does, it could be the most mundane thing, but if it was hard for me that day, and if I had to convince myself to do it, I get to write it down and put a little star. 
Um, so I do those two things. And then um, I usually like to clean my space, clean my apartment, like do the dishes. Or if I had shot the day before, I'll clean up my shooting space, which is this. <laughs> um, and then after that, I know that my motivation is like on a steady decline all day long. So I do my hardest stuff first, um, my most strenuous stuff. So a lot of the time that's exercise. (laughs) Um, Luckily I do roller skate, which is very fun for me. So often I'll do that early in the day and then whatever feels the most daunting for the day. And I'll work backwards Mm. from there. Is that how you've always been? Or was that like a lockdown reaction you kind of doing the gold stars and trying to find a way to encourage yourself to get stuff done Mm -hmm. um the gold stars is definitely very new um and it's definitely a product of trying to treat myself well while uh reading the artist's way because it's all about rewarding yourself and you know your inner child like Mm. your inner child um and then the motivation thing, I kind of, since I moved here and went freelance, um, you know, I have, I'm my own boss. I have to manage my own energy. And, you know, if I don't, if I'm not careful, I can just like watch Netflix all day. So, um, and some days are fine for that. So I I have to um, be aware of my energy levels and, you know, I know you mentioned the roller skating there, but are you into, is there like any self-care or skincare in there? Or you like, I know you said you try to break a routine, but when it comes to, <laughs> to do you have any vague like morning skincare routine or right, are you just like right. out the door? I do try to keep a skincare routine. Um, I'm very bad at my nighttime routine because I get so sleepy so fast, but um <laughs> My morning routine, I actually developed, I had did no skincare before lockdown because I never had time or interest to wow. care about it. Wow. <laughs> um, but of course my skin got worse in lockdown. So <laughs> I had to figure stuff out. Mm. Um, so I do, do you want to know what, like what products? Yes. And or? how and when and all that stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so if I'm honest, a lot of the time I just try to get this in at least once a day, um, whether it's in the morning or at, or at night. But um, I'll wash my face with the um, sensitive CeraVe cleanser. Let's see, it's the it's the renewing salicylic acid cleanser. Love that. Yeah, um, and then I do uh, the ordinary vitamin C, C serum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's at night, I do a retinol again, the ordinary, all of my serums and stuff are for from the ordinary because yeah. they're affordable and they make it easy to understand. Yeah. Um, and there's no fragrances, which I know is bad. Um, everything I know about skincare is from TikTok. If I'm really <laughs> completely honest, okay. just like the dermatologists on there, they just make it very easy to understand. Um, and then sunscreen. Um, if it is in the daytime and I, if yeah. I am leaving the apartment sunscreen yeah. and, um, survey moisturizer. And then I do do that, um, AHA, BHA, really painful, ordinary mask. Oh, the red one. Yeah. That looks like yeah. blood basically. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like blood. <laughs> it looks like blood on your face for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. 
Oh, okay. So, but you've got definitely got a glow going on. And I know in a lot of your imagery, I love how, you know, you use that hashtag unretouched self-portrait. It's so important that you always let people know that you haven't changed your images. So you always seem like you have like healthy, healthy skin. Um, Thank you. I do. I like the um, Willita skin food mixed with a little highlighter for that. Yeah. I think vitamin C also helps with the glow we've done the morning stuff now I really want to sort of like if you could tell the audience a little bit about yourself because I mentioned when we were first starting it's so in your like email bio it's got like Brinsley Edwards photographer and director but I found you on Instagram through a makeup artist so I think that made me think makeup artist because I think Mm -hmm. it was you know when you do your experiments with the um Oh, I've forgotten what they're called now. It was like with the projector, like the different mm-hmm. shadows and silhouettes. But I was like, but she's not a makeup artist. She's like an, an artist. And then since then, <laughs> I've seen you doing like little embroidery effects and all kinds of just amazing stuff. Like where did that come from? The pandemic has just changed so much of what is in my job title. Mm-hmm. And um you know, added a lot of hats to that I wear. Um, But yeah, basically in lockdown, I didn't want to just not shoot. I mean, we're talking about like that, a very initial two week lockdown. Oh yeah. I didn't want to just (laughs) not shoot. Mm. And um, also that in the beginning of 2020, James was like, James, my fiance was like, um, you should start doing self-portraits. Like, you're so beautiful. Just take some pictures of yourself. You look so cute. Just take some pictures. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not a model, Mm -hmm. not a makeup artist. I'm not any of that. Um, But then one day in January, I was like, you know, I'm going out. I have this makeup on. It took so much time for me to put it on. I'll Mm -hmm. just take a little quick picture. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. And um, I realized I didn't want to retouch them because I didn't want to stare at my own face um, it, on the Photoshop screen for mm. an hour or more oh, God, under yeah. a little microscope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and number two, I just didn't feel like it. I didn't see the need. Um, and even in my professional beauty work of other models, I try to keep it really natural with the retouching. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's how it started. And then slowly I got bored with just like taking a little picture of whatever makeup I was wearing outside of the house. And, um, and actually I started thinking like this editorial makeup I've been shooting on other people for so long. Like, why can't that be me? Why can't I do creative makeup on myself and go out? Like, why do I always just have to do the same smoky eye, um, just to leave the house? Like, um, and so it just grew and grew and grew from there. And it d- developed. Am I allowed to swear on here? <laughs> you can say what you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just developed this really fuck it attitude about it. And a lot of that came from like being so angry and frustrated about the world <laughs> and COVID and um, our system. And I didn't have any more energy to be like this perfectionist or Mm. care that much about quality. I just needed to make something. Mm. Mm. Um, 
So, yeah. I, I can't that. even remember the original question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just where it came from. But I just love how it's it's so different for me to hear that you only got into skincare just before lockdown. And it's only through lockdown that you've, it feels like you're telling me you started doing all this color stuff through lockdown as like a, a reaction. So it all seems, you know, I'm someone that's been writing about it for like 15 odd years. And before that, I was always into it, but it seems so new to you. And with those new eyes, you kind of, you're able to just like do what you want with it. You haven't mm. kind of been programmed so much to do contour and highlighter and this do you know what I mean it feels like you've made your own way Mm -hmm. yeah it's really interesting because I um I moved to New York in 2017 um I moved here to be a photographer I interned with a beauty photographer and I always knew I wanted to take photos of people and like photos of models that I didn't know of beauty photography. So that was Mm. my introduction to it. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. So I've been a beauty photographer since 2017. And Mm. I would shoot these fantastic, elaborate makeup looks on these other people. Mm. Um, But I never knew how to do eyeliner on myself. I never knew that I could wear whatever colors I wanted on my eyes. It didn't have to be neutrals for mm. daytime. I mean, I look like I'm going out to an evening. I love party it. Right now. It's a little <laughs> intense, but um, but yeah, I I shot it on other people, but I didn't consider it something for me, mm. and I didn't I didn't know that it would be like such a thrill every time I would do it on myself and like to see myself with this art on my face I didn't understand the appeal because I didn't know it Mm. and now I'm like addicted to it (laughs) oh really so is it a daily thing for you do you create different looks every day or does it come and go like when you have the the muse or whatever the the vibe um I try to do something a little different each time because you know I just have I've just accumulated so much makeup and I want to be able to use (laughs) it all I don't want it to go to waste. So. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to these these looks that you do create, where do the ideas come from? Are, are you someone that's massively into reading books or fashion, or or is it just from from an idea that you have? Um, so I really like to watch what my makeup artist friends are doing on Instagram. I mm. have. Um, you know, I watch Katie Jane Hughes a lot. She does a lot of her tutorials. Mm. I mean, like all the foundation of makeup I learned from her. Like I honestly, I met her a couple years ago Mm. and then I was like, wow, I could do whatever I want on my eyes. (laughs) Um, so I watch her, I watch, you know, I have a few other friends that I watch their tutorials Mm. and, um, I do, I recreate their looks sometimes if they're comfortable with that. And yeah, I, I also do try to think up stuff in my head. Um, you know, I lately I've been trying, I'll get like a vision in my head mm-hmm. of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I try to like chase down every detail of it. Like if I have a photo idea, maybe I just see the lighting in my head, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, okay, what does my hair look like? What does 
the makeup look like? What's the color palette? Instead of just like making it up on the spot, I try to like really investigate what I'm seeing in my mind's eye. Wow. That's so cool. (laughs) So Not to get all new age or anything. No, it's like whatever works because I feel like lockdown has been a really hard time for creatives. I think some creatives have said, yeah, it's enabled me to just be free, not having to work to brief. But others have been like, no, I like to work to brief because when I get a brief, then I do the research, then I do the work. And I think it's really important to find out this is a beauty podcast, but for me, there's a lot surrounding beauty and how we feel about it and how we yeah. use it. So yeah, I always want to hear how how different we all are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. do you have any memories of when beauty first became a thing that you recognize out there or you know I would say like I would say the real actualization that it could be something for me was what I just talked about Mm. but I mean if we're talking about when I was a kid I remember going to my great-grandmother I called her Ninny going to her house and she had like this super old red lipstick that I love to put on it's like whenever we went over I went straight to the bathroom into her medicine medicine cabinet where she kept all her makeup and would just mess around with it and she like spoiled me to death so she didn't care what I did to her makeup (laughs) yeah that must be I think that could be some distant little thread to it then because yeah but one one other thing that's kind of related to my history with makeup is um, uh, like my senior year in high school, I um, basically had just gone through a breakup and I was trying to reinvent myself and like shed all that <laughs> skin from my previous relationship. Mm. Um, and I decided that I was just going to stop wearing makeup completely. And I decided that because um, I wanted whenever I wore it for a special occasion, I wanted it to feel really special. And I wanted people to be like, wow, look at you. You look like a supermodel compared to what you look like before. Mm. And, you know, that was fun and whatever, but it was way more about how other people consumed me, how other people consumed and perceived what I looked like. And as someone who went from that to doing elaborate makeup on myself on a regular basis, I can tell you nothing ever dampens the thrill of what I look like with makeup on. Mm -hmm. So, um, I totally renounce all of that. Um, (laughs) and I think people should like do a full beat every day if they want to. (laughs) Yes. Like we get, I feel like people, they, even now, like one thing I love, you mentioned Katie, but she talks I had her on the podcast a while back and she said makeup is therapy. And I think we'd also said, and it comes off because some people attach so much meaning to the fact that you choose to put makeup on your face. Like, what are you trying to present? What are you trying Mm -hmm. to hide? It comes off. And yeah, like, why not? Why, why not? It's, it's your face. It's another expression of who you are. It's for some people that may be the only way they can channel creativity because so many non-creatives are told that they're not creative. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like every single, I think that's even what the artist way teaches you. You can be a lawyer and think creatively about how you work with your clients. You could be Mm. an accountant and 
it's just this one little thing like what is wrong with that you know mm-hmm. also in the artist way it talks a lot about how like i i interpret it this way um there's so much so many ways you can exercise that creative part of your brain and like feed you know this inner child that is not specifically just doing your craft like so that's why um makeup is so important to me now because it's it's not necessarily you know a lot of the time I do it for photo shoots but it's it's not necessarily like me exercising my particular craft that I plan to do forever but it's so therapeutic I honestly I love it when I get into a makeup look that takes me like an hour or three hours because it's so meditative Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there like looking at these tiny details Mm. yeah so you feel like it's that you know that flow state that people talk about you kind of get into it to the point of it's because like you say you you can plan out your looks as much as you can in your head but do you feel like once you start you kind of get into a flow where like a few hours have gone and you, you didn't even realize. Exactly. Yeah. Yesterday, actually, um, we can talk about motivation soon because I have a lot to say about that. Okay. (laughs) cool. um, (laughs) Yesterday I had to do a lot of bartering with myself yesterday to get myself to shoot something. Really? Um, Because I took a break to do my embroidery, which mm-hmm. is also one of my favorite things. Um, to so I took a break for a while, and it's um, for me, it's really hard to take a break and then get back in. Mm. I like really intimidate myself, mm. um, get in my own head, and I had to really convince myself to shoot something yesterday. And I ended up doing um, like a cherry blossom tree. Oh yeah, on you my took face. like three hours or something. Yeah, with rhinestones and oh, I got a cat coming in on my computer. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I did cherry blossoms mm. um, on my face with rhinestones, and what I love about rhinestones is that you're not getting out of there without spending like three hours on it <laughs> yeah. or more. Um, and yeah, I didn't really know. Um, I really didn't have a reference because. I did. I Googled it. I didn't see anybody make uh, cherry blossom rhinestones on their face. So I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I just kind of went into it and I thought, you know, whatever happens, happens. And um, I ended up loving it. And mm. yeah, it was, I totally, I, I didn't even look at my phone. I made an agreement with myself not to check the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just the time just disappeared and I was <laughs> so dreading it, but I had like the best time. I, it was, yeah. It's so interesting because um, I definitely want to get some tips from you there because I can, I have the ideas. I, I'll see the ideas in my head, like whether it's on me because of lockdown or like before that when I was doing shoots, I can see, I was trying to say to people sometimes, no, it's going to work because I can see it, but for me personally, if my skin is acting up, playing up, not great, it's just not going to happen. I will say, no, it's not, no amount of lighting. And because I'm not big on retouching like you, I'm just like not prepared to completely change things. So I just leave it. But I'm interested to know, like you said, you had to like barter with yourself. Like, what do you, 
Is it an internal conversation? You're like, no, I don't feel like it. Or is it that you feel like it, but you don't, what, what, what is it for you? What, what's the battle? Um, so what I am trying to work on right now is enjoying the process as much as I enjoy having the final product of Mm. some really pretty photos. Yeah. Um, and like pre this, I'm very thankful, um, to have this extra year all to myself, um, because pre-lockdown, you know, I would shoot with um, crews and models, which I love and I desperately miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would get so into my head and I would get so anxious and nervous about um, if the artists on it liked the photos, if they really had a good time with me, if I said stupid stuff during the shoot, which I did, I'm sure I did. <laughs> um, but But yeah, I would just get super nervous about it. And I really didn't enjoy the process very much at all Mm. um, because I'd be so anxious. So what I've really enjoyed about shooting all on my own and all by myself is that it's the only standards I have are my own. And I know exactly what I want and exactly what I'm looking for. And like, I know how to satisfy my own self Mm. (laughs) um a lot of the time when I have something that's really hard that because it I love taking photos but it takes so much energy like (laughs) there's nothing more um energy sucking than doing my craft actually (laughs) um So a lot of the time I have to say like, okay, you're going to do this really hard thing. That's probably going to take you all day and um, you're going to be dead tired afterwards, (laughs) but you can have a little treat after you can play some video games. Um, (laughs) You can buy yourself something on Amazon after, (laughs) Um, or, or, you know, you, you do this really hard thing today, but tomorrow you can just like take a whole break and not think about work at all. Um, that's Stuff me. like that. That's me. I will, yeah. That is me. Like when I knew I planned three interviews in a day, I was like, but once you do it, you'll have done it. And yeah. you're going to have three amazing conversations. And that's three amazing episodes that people could really love. And yeah. you can take Thursday off if you really have to. So yeah, <laughs> it's like, I do the same thing, but, um, you said that you wanted to share, like, let's talk about motivation because I feel like motivation has been a buzzword through lockdown. Motivation, not just to create, but motivation to put clothes on, motivation know, to have yeah. a shower, make some food. Like, nobody can be bothered to make food anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. So talk to me about how it's changed for you. Or Yeah, I mean, on a basic level, there is, like... Um you know, some days it's like, can I shoot this idea? Can I shoot two ideas in a day? And some days it's like, am I really going to get out of bed today? Um, yeah, that's a very basic motivation. And, um, what, what I've really been like investigating with myself lately is that I have spent the last year Yes, being creative and yes, making work that I am really proud of. And yes, like totally overthrowing my whole process and improving it. Um, 
but I really did not get the full enjoyment out of it that I could have, um, which like really breaks my own heart um, because I've had all this extra time and all this extra creativity. Mm -hmm. And I really like my brain was always somewhere else because no matter what I'm doing, I feel like something else is a more valuable use of my time. Mm -hmm. And that is like the parasite of capitalism in my brain. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And because like I'm working way less often and um, before I used to think of myself only like as a monetary value, like my value and self-worth was so tied up in my work. And if I'm, if my work isn't earning me much money right now, what does that say about me? So, you know, I've spent so many hours in this being creative, but I really haven't like milked it for all it's worth. I feel like I've wasted so much happiness that I could have had. Um, So what I'm working right now on is just being present Mm -hmm. and letting myself enjoy whatever I'm doing Mm guilt-free, no thoughts of like, this isn't earning me money. Like for example, I love to do embroidery. That's something I've loved as a kid. And, you know, I've brought back so many things in the last year that I've loved as a kid and they've brought me, they've brought me so much comfort. Um, but does embroidery earn me a single cent? No. Mm. <laughs> so it's very hard. And, and I get obsessed with it and I will do it for like weeks at a time. Mm. Um, but, and I love it, but at the same time, I'm kind of hating myself because I'm not doing something that will earn me money in the mm. future. Um, so yeah, right now I'm really working on staying present and not guilting myself all the time. I wondered if you could kind of like, um, in case some of the listeners haven't heard about The Artist's Way, because we've both mentioned it, it's a book, I bought it a long time ago, and then every now and then I'll go back to it. But um, I just wanted to know what are the things that you've loved about the book? Um, Have you, by the way, have you done, have you like read it through and kind of done it? No, because I always... I like to read around, uh, this is me being honest, I like to read around it, but when it comes to tasks, I find them the hardest part because you have to be, no one's watching you or reading it, but you have to be really honest, and I found it very, I did it, but um, when it comes to the tasks, the ones that I found the most challenging is when you have to write a letter to yourself or I think I had to write a letter to an editor of a newspaper to say how great I am or something. And I was just like, oh, it's hard. (laughs) So I would rather, you know how you can pick and choose, self-help, even in the modern world, self-help, you can definitely cherry pick the bits of advice that you take and the tasks that you do, but kind of like leave the other ones. So I haven't, I've never completed it fully, put it that way. Yeah. I, I also find the tasks, um, I like doing them, but there's so many, I find it really hard to keep up with. (laughs) Um, but the artist way, a little summary for those who haven't read it, it is like a creative rehab is how she puts it. Um, you know, as we, as creatives, 
and everybody is a creative. Yeah. Um, as creatives, we put ourselves through so much suffering because we think it's like this, um, this necessary part of being an artist. It's like, we're paying penance for it. Um, but that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this, this helps you investigate like why it might be so hard for you to actually exercise your creativity, why you might be extremely self-conscious about your art. Um, and it just, or why it might be so hard for you to get started. And it, um, it's like a 12 week course. Mm. And actually I have one of my favorite quotes from it. Can I read to you? So this, this is actually in the introduction and I'm now in week nine, but this is still like my favorite quote. Okay. And this is, um, the woman who wrote this is a writer. So she's talking about writing, but you can insert whatever type of creativity you want. Okay. Writing became more like eavesdropping and less like inventing a nuclear bomb. It wasn't so tricky and it didn't blow up on me anymore. I didn't have to be in the mood. I didn't have to take my emotional temperature to see if inspiration was pending. I simply wrote, no negotiations, good, bad, none of my business. And that just really, that just really spoke to me. Like, because a lot of the time, not anymore, thankfully I'm working through it, but a lot of the time I would talk myself out of shooting a really good idea that I was excited about because it was stupid or it was silly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really working on not using those words about myself yeah. anymore. Um, they're incredibly harmful, but, but yeah, just the idea of just showing up and making something and c- like collecting work and not judgments. That's another quote in here. Um, and good, bad, doesn't matter. None of your business, none of anybody's business. <laughs> Love that. Love it. It's so nice to have somebody read to me on the podcast, actually. I, think <laughs> I might make that a regular thing. I just love that. Um, last two questions now. First of all, can you tell me when you feel the most you or the most beautiful? I always get torn with, with this question because I feel like beautiful is often a label that's put on by the outside. So, yeah. But I'm keen to know when you feel just like the most amazing, beautiful version of you. Um, definitely when I've done like a makeup look on myself that's taken an hour to several hours mm-hmm. and I'm taking photos and like it's like all of that struggle, like pulling teeth to get myself to do it is gone and I'm just like in that flow state and I feel like I could keep going forever and ever and ever. Um, Definitely then. So in the flow. Um, And last question is more of a just what are you loving playing with when it comes to makeup right now? So I have a friend on Instagram that like I I just have – I just meet so many amazing people through like people resharing Mm. my work and like supporting my work and – because like they're amazing to me and I just want to talk to them. (laughs) Um, So someone that I met through Instagram, um, she she was getting rid of like four Morphe palettes um, because she didn't like them anymore. And like, I have a very modest 
makeup collection mm. and she was just going to give them away for free. So I jumped on that and I messaged her and I was like, I'll take them. Um, assuming I really thought that somebody probably had already messaged her, but yeah, she, she was like, yeah, just pay me the shipping and I'll send them to you. And they, and Morphe, you know, that's expensive. Like a palette is expensive. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been loving playing with those. There's like, I love, I love fun eyeshadow colors. Mm. Like there's to me, um, there's no right or wrong color for your eye color. There's no right or wrong shape for your eye shape. Mm. So yeah, I just, I love color. I can tell that's, that's (laughs) one thing I just love. I love that you've got like a purple purple thing happening today um <laughs> thank you it's funny that you mentioned Morphe because I did going back to Katie Jane again I did one of her challenges the other day and I used a Morphe palette and one of the colors for some reason would not come off so I used several but the pink one for some reason pinks are always dangerous <laughs> it would not budge for two days and <laughs> I did double <laughs> cleanse and the worst thing was with it being pink, you know, it looked like a pink eye and it actually mm-hmm. looked pretty swollen. But um, yeah, I hear you on the, the color front. I definitely need to do more color, but it's, I think that's what I do to myself. I'm just like, no, it's, it's not you. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's not what you do. And I just think it's, it's so important to just be kinder to yourself and just be like, try everything because it is going to come off. Yeah. There is so much, for me too, like there was so much, that's not what you do. That's not you. You're not a makeup artist. You're not a model. Mm-hmm. You're not this, you're not that. Like there's been so much of that this year, but like no one else is around. No one else. I can't get close to anybody else to do it on them. So it has to be me. <laughs> I have to be the one, you yeah. know? Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast and feel free to slide into the DMs. Do please like, subscribe and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.